family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Today, I'm talking to Shannon Shepard, and she is a certified placenta arts specialist. Shannon, welcome. Thank you. And I think you do something that people don't know that much about. So I'm forward to let, hearing you tell us about it. Thank you. I educate on what I do all the time. <laughs> it's part of my whole mission in life related to my business is to educate on what I do. So yeah, thanks for giving me this opportunity to talk about it. You want to start with how you got involved in it, you know, or what's what's your background story on it? Sure. So if I go way back, I think it really ties to the depression and anxiety and mental health issues that were in my childhood based on my own mother's postpartum struggles. Um, and then forward to my own, then that kind of led me into a realm of just really wanting to be an informed consumer and find lifestyle changes that could help with mental health, right? And so then that also led me down a path of becoming a doula. So for your listeners, a lot of people know what a doula is, but a doula is a person that um, supports women through pregnancy, childbirth, and their postpartum recovery time. So as a doula, I was very involved with women, families, having new babies, and would see a lot of their struggles postpartum with depression, anxiety, breast milk supply. And it really struck a chord with me because that's just, you know, personal backstory and just caring as a human being, you know, you don't want to see a new mom and family struggle. Well, Quickly after I became a doula, women started asking me about placenta encapsulation, which I had only sort of heard of, but I didn't think it sounded very cool. <laughs> Thought it sounded crazy. <laughs> you do what? You know, they, and so for those of you that don't know what placenta encapsulation is, I'll get into that in a little more detail, but basically it's a way that a placenta is processed for a woman to consume it after her birth. And First hearing that, I thought it sounded crazy, but at the same time, my clients were asking me for it. My, I'm helpful by nature. As a doula, I'm helping these women that have hired me to help them. And then, you know, as a, just someone who wants to help, I thought I'll start learning more about this. So learned how to do it, very basically learned how to do it and started encapsulating placentas for my own clients that wanted it done. And then word got out a little bit and I started having more people ask me about it. And right away, very quickly, I started hearing really cool feedback. And my very first client even, who's someone that had really struggled mentally postpartum with her first two babies and then had it done and told me how much better she felt. And, you know, my, my clients, I had some family I did it for. And very quickly, I was starting to feel really passionate about this as something that I wanted people to know about it or to know about. 
And then what a slap in the face it was when I would have friends or family or someone that just found me on the internet that knew I did it or whatever would want it done. And then they would decide to not do it because their doctor told them not to, or their husband wasn't uncomfortable with it or something that it wasn't, it was the women feeling like they wanted to do it, but someone would talk them out of it. And so I'd ask questions then, why are you not doing it? Right. And they would, usually it was misinformation. It was usually a misconception. It was something that wasn't even true, or it was just the husband was grossed out by it. Right. And they thought it was gross. So they didn't want her to do it. So, so that's really what started me with placentas. And then getting now to the part where you know becoming doing this professionally but but that's yeah it's been cool it's been seven years now and i've had hundreds of clients and hundreds of amazing interactions with these people that feel like that's what helped them recover better after having a baby so explain again in more detail the benefits why why should a, a woman have her placenta encapsulated. So placenta is um, researched and proven to be found with a lot of hormones, minerals, amino acids, lots of really good things to get back into a woman's body after she has a baby. As humans, we hear that and we, many people say, ooh, that's gross, why would you do that? If we look at the mammal world, almost every mammal instinctually eats their placenta afterwards. No one really truly knows why, but I've personally, that's something I'm very interested in, interested in. So I've spent a lot of time looking at the researchers that try to find out why. And mammals typically have better, they don't not have breast milk, right? They have big litters of babies and they can feed them. They don't hemorrhage in the wild because they consume their placenta instinctually. So, so some of the uh, potential benefits, that's hard to spit out, are things like less postpartum mood disorder, richer, fuller breast milk supply. I see moms with just more overall energy. It actually has been known to help women bond better with their baby, which is something I've, I heard that for a lot of years and I finally experienced myself with my last little guy I thought that was very interesting. And when I researched that more, I found that there's um, a researcher in New York that has studied the effects of human placenta on the brain. And he's found that it potentates our opioid circuits in our brain, which what that translates to is it's triggering the maternal instinct. So very interesting. He's actually studied this with a species of rats that don't normally go to their young and nurture them immediately after birth. And he's given human placenta to those mother rats and they're quicker to go nurture their young. He also used the same human placenta for the dad rats and the older sibling rats and found a similar result. They, those rats wouldn't even normally nurture at all and now they're nurturing. So I've really loved that. When I did it with my own, I not only felt better bonded with that baby than I had before, but I felt the connection and bonding with my other children and even my husband. So I definitely felt that myself. I thought that was really cool. Placenta has a hormone in it that actually clamps down the uterus. So placenta can be used in a birthing situation where the mom is hemorrhaging. We can put a piece in her cheek and it clamps down the uterus. 
sounds gross, but if you were hemorrhaging to death, <laughs> you probably would be willing to do that. Um, so with that being said, the dried placenta that I use for encapsulation, and I am only using the mother's placenta for her own consumption, um, that has been known to help the postpartum bleeding stop quicker. So women tend to bleed for, you know, four, six weeks postpartum. Women who have their placentas encapsulated and consume the capsules, I often hear stories of a few days and their bleeding is finished. So, so those are some of the benefits, overall feeling better, better energy. Um, it's just a really cool tool for women to use that really women in our society, they talk about their postpartum recovery as being a nightmare, being a low point of their lives. And then I have these moms that I'm encapsulating their placentas for them. And they're telling me how amazing they feel. And it was a game changer. And they're just so happy. So yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's why you'd want to do it. <laughs> well, I, you know, you hear so much about postpartum depression that if you can spare them that. Yeah. It is it's well, a big deal. It's yeah. postpartum mood, postpartum depression, anxiety, those types of disorders are the number one complication in childbirth over anything else. And so if you have something like this, that's safe, as long as it's done correctly, it's perfectly safe and it could lessen your chances. 98% of women say they felt better in some way and they would do it again. That was in a very large study done several years ago. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like it's a no brainer. <laughs> so why not think outside of the box and mm -hmm. try something new? Yeah. Especially Thank now, you. now tell me about the process. And I will be honest with you. Um, when one of my children was born, the, mid, the attending midwife just asked, do you want to keep the placenta? You know, some women do mm -hmm. and, and consume it. And, and I had this mental image of, slicing it and frying it and was yeah. totally repulsed <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not at all what you do that is not what i do although i respect people who can do that <laughs> um so starting back with even getting your placenta a common question i get is how can i keep my placenta right the hospitals routinely discard them or you know they they don't give them to moms to take home Legally, you own your placenta, so you can keep it if you want to. So there are different things, cultural reasons, religious reasons, different reasons people keep them. Um, and back in the day, maybe in your childbearing days, probably when my mom was having kids and, you know, there we hear these stories of women having babies and eating their placenta. Like you're saying, they're cooking it in stir fry or they're putting it in a smoothie and and most people hear that and they're grossed out. Most people, our human brains cannot get our head around that, right? Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, most people feel that way. But at the same time, those women were sharing stories and do still now. This is not, people still do this and it's, you know, people still eat it however they want to eat it. Smoothies are very popular with placenta, but, but those women share these stories of feeling almost euphoric and amazing after they had their baby so then someone like you or I that maybe didn't consume their placenta they're coming in and saying well I want to feel that way right I want to feel euphoric and amazing but I can't get my head around eating my placenta and so around is in the 
late 90s, early 2000s, this trend kind of started, trend practice, maybe we'll call it a practice, not a trend, but where the placenta would be dehydrated, ground into a fine powder and put into capsules. And this is traditional Chinese medicine uses ground human placenta for a variety of ailments. I've heard it's used for ADHD. I've heard it's used for epileptic seizures, even for infertility. They use it and it's not your own placenta necessarily. It's, you know, that's things that they use. So it kind of is loosely based on that idea of getting it into a powder form and then using it for different things. So what we do, what I do is I take the mom's own placenta, I pick it up from the hospital or birth center or their home, wherever they had the baby, and I take it to a sterile commercial grade kitchen that is only for placenta encapsulation. And what's in there, most of the time we steam it first. Some moms don't want it steamed first. They want it to be more potent. Steaming still keeps plenty of hormones and nutrients. Research has shown that. But anyway, what I do typically is steam it to 160 degrees. That's a temperature known to kill off any bacteria, anything that, to make it safe for you to eat, right? And then we cut it in very thin slices and dehydrate that for about 10 to 12 hours. I take those pieces and I grind it into a fine powder, just in an herb grinder. And then I'm placing that powder in capsules in a capsulating machine. And in the end, the mom just gets this cute little jar of pills, has my cute flowery logo on it, <laughs> um, that, yeah, they get about 100 pills. And it's so simple. We even have flavored capsules. We can do vegan capsules, which some people think the vegan's weird when you're eating meat. But that's some people just have sensitivity to what's in the normal gelatin capsule. Um, we can do mini capsules to help a mom that can't swallow pills very easily. We can make tinctures out of it. And a tincture is where we put a piece of the placenta minced up really small into some alcohol. And that alcohol will draw the nutrients out of the placenta. And in the end, they have a liquid that they use it by putting a few drops in a glass of water, rubbing it on their upper chest or the bottom of their feet, just places you to absorb well through your body. And that actually will give the same potential benefits as the placenta capsules. So that's another thing that another way we can get the placenta back in the mom. Usually a tincture would go along with capsules. We do the capsules and then when those are gone, the mom can go on and use the tincture. There you go. Sounds amazing. So, and there's science behind it. So you are, I, I understand you're following a very strict process that's been tested and proven. Yes, so a lot of the research that's out there, most of what I've seen more recently is around the safety when it's done correctly. So safe temperatures, safe handling of the placenta, um, safe dosage for the mom, things like that. And then we've seen a lot of research around what's actually found in placenta. Um, and yeah, so research as far as being hands down, this is the total thing that every postpartum woman should do. I feel like that's coming, but that is not rock solid yet. But we do know the safety and we do know that placenta has a lot of good things in it. Um, but research is being, there's three different universities right now that I know of that I follow their research that's doing some really cool things around just 
you know, they, they really want to prove that this is the thing to help postpartum women with, like you said, their postpartum struggles, postpartum mental health is such a big deal. And when something like this, that is relatively inexpensive and convenient and not synthetic, that's a really big deal, you know, to think about women struggling mentally and even I've seen research showing that 35% of women stop breastfeeding before they would have wanted to because they don't feel like they have enough breast milk. My clients, I hear very often of women that have so much milk, they're able to donate or freeze a bunch, you know, and so, so that's another, you know, really cool thing to think about as well. So, yes. And I, I remember being impressed with the group you, the organization you went through to get your training. It's yeah. Yeah, APA, so Association of Placenta Preparation Arts is the organization. They, in this industry, they would be looked at as the most comprehensive training course. So the training took me a year. Mind you, I'm a mom that homeschools my kids and <laughs> I'm a busy person outside of that and was working with clients at the same time. But, but it was over a hundred hours of training where I learned things from the history of placentas and consumption and all those types of things, the anatomy of the placenta, more importantly, the hormones, the proper handling, the times when it really is not okay to encapsulate your placenta, any potential side effects in addition to potential benefits, right? And, and just very thorough sanitation protocol. A lot of really good information that I spent a lot of time and energy because like I had said earlier, as I was seeing those moms not do it because someone around them was uncomfortable, I yeah. really felt strongly that this needs to be done professionally. Not everyone needs that for their peace of mind, but I, I've had a lot of moms do this through me who I don't think who would say actually that they wouldn't have otherwise mm -hmm. if I didn't have the training I do and my professional space. So that's where when I was looking for training beyond just a YouTube video or asking friends who do, you know, I really, yes. yeah, and I've, I've been left with some really good knowledge and really good understanding where I feel confident in where basically what I'm doing is taking an organ from a place of birth and preparing it for a mother to eat. This is, to me, I take that very seriously and don't want to ever see consequences of my good intentions, you know, so. Yes. And what I think is exciting is anyone who has questions and wants to learn more can talk to you directly on July 16th. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there together at a, Yes, I'll be talking about birthing, and you will be there. This will be in Ogden, yeah. 6.30. So anyone who is interested in learning more about having a safe, healthy birth experience, that's have a positive experience. You know, you just... You just gave birth the most joyous event. You do, don't want to have to, you want to feel good, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's so many tools out there. And I, I feel like I'm just one of the tools. I think there's so many pieces of this that women can utilize, should utilize more, you know, thinking of your hypnobirthing classes and just having that empowered birth and, yep. you know, feeling like they were informed, they were 
had their, you know, ducks in a row and just really had a good understanding of what they wanted to happen, not what the staff there to, to help them with their baby being delivered wanted to happen, right? Yeah. So yeah, I love, love that. that. Safe, comfortable, calm birth for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. to be able to know how to have enough milk and be able to really successfully bond with your baby. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So we'll have links, how people can contact you, your website, and I love the pictures you sent. Thank you. Word, Shannon at work. I and drive Rosa. around that van. I sent you a picture of the van, right? <laughs> yes, you did. I drive a flowery van that has the word placenta on it four times, and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> yes, yes, you should be. Thank you. <laughs> and the link to the event, July 16th, 630 in Ogden. There'll be other presenters with valuable yeah. information. I think it'll be great. And it's a free event. Yep, free. Come on For out. anyone expecting a baby, thinking of expecting a baby, or even just with young children. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for Thank your time, you so Shannon. Little. Thank you. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks for listening. I started this podcast with the goal of providing useful information to parents and families. I'd like to know how I'm doing. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using, and then go to my website, hypnosis4motivation.com. Leave a comment and let me know what your greatest challenges are. Are there topics you'd like to learn more about that we haven't covered yet? How can we help meet your needs as a family member? Do you have a story to share that would help others? Reach out to me at hypnosisformotivation.com. Use a number four. I'd love to hear from you. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.